from next gen wrestling if you guys don't know we've been telling y'all party bowl is coming up literally a month from today in tennessee you don't want to miss it but we're here to talk about the show as always i'm your host matt with me i got ryan alvarez i got ben Payne. we already said i'm cody ford eddie shepherd i love these guys how is everyone doing i uh i can't complain I'm doing Ryan, great. I see you rocking the shirt. <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah, I'm pretty proud these got here in time because the goal was to get at least a few pieces of merch, not only before we went, but then to also uh, get it before we had these guys back on. So, um, and like and like I said, the last time, whenever they wanted to come on, they're more than welcome. Always, yeah, always, it's, always a good time. It's it's funny about the merch too, man, because I knew you guys had already bought your tickets to the show. And then I saw your name pop up as like an order. And I was like, I was like, what is this guy doing ordering more? Because I thought it was more tickets, you know. <laughs> I got on there and saw that you made a run on merch. And uh, that's right. You know, um, I don't know. I'm always <laughs> stoked to see like someone else with NGW stuff on. Like, I don't know. It just it, it just like solidifies it as being like a real thing. Not that, mm -hmm. you know, we don't think it is already, but it just, I don't know. It just, just weird man almost it's like surreal to see that i don't know me and cody had a moment like that before and i remember i'm i was getting flyers made for the show at fedex and then we didn't plan this all of a sudden cody walks in and he's melling dvds off that people had bought and i was like what are the odds that, like we're doing ngw shit and like the exact same place the exact same time on the exact same day we're in there you know we meet up so it, it's it's pretty cool like cody was saying to see people wear ngw stuff remember we thought it was so cool that we saw people locally wearing ngw stuff now we have people out of state wearing ngw stuff sure not just out of state from my understanding you guys got people all around the world paying to see y'all i saw that yeah. what was it australia oh was it morocco i think it was morocco i think it was morocco yeah yeah yeah, I looked at Cody and I was like, you see where this guy's from? He says he's from Morocco. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck did we do to get fans of Morocco? Yeah, <laughs> not to not to bury us too hard, but we literally both were like, We need to we need to see where Morocco is, bro. Because we don't <laughs> know where Morocco is. Hey man, I've had geography since like seventh grade, man. I don't remember. It's been a long time ago. <laughs> Look, man, you're good. I teach it, and it's still kind of like eh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you feel better. <laughs> I got you. Uh, and, and I'll go ahead and say this, guys. I know a lot of the talk tonight is going to be the party bowl, but you guys did just recently announce we have another show coming up here not too far after this, right? Yeah, man. Uh, so Uncivil War is like our <clears throat> flagship show. Um, it was really the first kind of breakout show that we had uh, way back. And uh it's something that we we like really when uncivil war rolls around we always pride ourselves in trying to make it like above any of the other shows just because the name itself people expect it to be like uh for instance when we did the joint show with impact a few years ago uh we you know we named that show the uncivil war and and it's just kind of like in a way our wrestlemania so uh this year, uh, you know, me and Eddie pretty much have the whole card booked uh, for the most part, and uh, we're feeling really good about it, man. Like it, it's it's got a lot of uh, variety, and uh, it feels good to be this far out and already be so tuned in. It's already it, it's almost like we're we're past the party bowl. Like like it's like mentally, yeah, mentally, it's like we're on to the next one already. And every day when me and Eddie talk, it's like we're already kind of, um, you know, 
finalizing everything for that show. Um, so we did announce the other day that Uncivil War will also take place at Jackson Terminal. So it's the same venue that the Party Bowl is in. I think people are really going to like the building. Um, you know, I know you guys haven't ever been to the armory that we typically run at. A lot of people feel, uh, you know, I think Eddie talked about it the last time we were on here, but that building, even empty, it just has so much energy in it from, you know, what we what we think is, is it's just like captured energy from where we ran there in the past. And uh, I think that this building has potential to, to have the same same kind of vibe and the same feeling. Um, and plus it has air conditioning. So, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> it was so damn hot. So uh, but but we're super stoked about Uncivil War and, and we're gonna announce uh we're gonna make a, a pretty pretty good size announcement at the party bowl. Um so if you want that'll be our first uh our first announcement regarding the show. It'll be a uh I guess you could say a talent announcement. So um yeah we're, we're getting geared up for it man and we're bringing in i can I, we're not going to give anything away but the only thing i will say is that we are bringing in a lot of guys um that have not been at ngw before um so i think a lot of people will be excited or even honestly in the area here before so i think a lot of people will be excited for that you know my i, I gotta ask because this this boggles my mind and i don't know how you guys do it how do you go about finding the talent to to put on your shows? I understand, you know, making sure they're available, but I mean, just the sheer amount of tapes, I feel like you guys have to watch uh, just to see like, oh, you know what? I want this guy on the show. How, how do you guys go about that? Eddie, you want to, you want to chime yeah. in on that one? Yeah. So like, usually like Cody's, you know, makes it well known that he's not really big into watching professional wrestling now. Uh, so I, I look at a lot of things. I see a lot of but, like people who have buzz um, just on social media. Um, a lot of the times we take suggestions from like workers. So like uh, there's a tag team that we've booked in the past called the, the Besties in the World. Rich Swan turned us on to them. So that's how we find, find out about somebody. And then, you know, it's kind of like a, a domino effect when that happens because so they, they'll tell us about somebody else, too. And then it just kind of snowballs from there. And wrestling's a weird thing where if you know one person, it's like you know everybody. So, you know, there's a situation where we wanted to book this person. Well, we were like, we'd go to, you know, Matt Cross. Like, hey, man, do you have this guy's phone number? He's like, yeah, man, let me tell him that you're going to text him. And that's kind of how the ball gets rolling. Um, but it's just like anything else, man. It's just having connections. Uh, a lot of the times, too, people don't realize this, but a lot of wrestlers have their information on social media. Uh, there's a lot of wrestlers who put like their booking emails and all that good stuff on uh, their Twitter, their Facebook, um, Instagram. I know, I think Shane Strickland, how we got in, in contact with him is through Instagram. Um, so it, it's, it makes it easier now. I can only imagine, you know, in the, you know, the, the earlier days, like earlier, like eighties and nineties trying to do stuff and, and it all being by just a phone call would be a lot harder, but that's usually the, the, the way we kind of get everything rolling. Um, and then, Usually once I see something or Cody sees something, we bounce the idea back and forth. Like, do you think this person will work out good here? Like I have a, I know there's a person that I've, I've been kind of like trying hard for with Cody for the longest time. And we reached out to him and he's, uh, he's unavailable for uncivil war. And then we, we start hearing more things about him and it kind of solidifies. Yeah. We need to get this guy. So that's usually how it kind of starts. That's awesome. So I guess, I guess there's more towards you, right? But like, do shows like AEW Dark or Elevation, if you get around to watch them, is there any time where like you've watched and you're like, that guy is interesting? Like, do these platforms kind of help out a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, um, you know, especially, you know, a lot of the guys that we see, it's kind of like an opposite thing. A lot of times we'll book guys first and then see them on AEW Dark after we've booked them. Um, but there's been like, you know, situations like that where I've seen enhancement talent used. And I'm like, this guy looks pretty good. And you start looking into them. And, and the cool thing is, you know, everybody has a, almost everybody has a laptop. Now anybody can put together a highlight reel. You know, there's awesome, you know, uh, places like high spots and people are getting footage, you know, it's not like this, you know, potato phone recording stuff. <laughs> people actually have these high, you know, these high def cameras, even, you know, GoPros are high def. So you, you can see stuff like that, but I think, you know, a lot of it just comes down to social media. 
I see more stuff on social media or I'll be browsing with something. And then like a video, I'll, I'll perfect example. I looked up a video of Calvin Tankman before. And then, you know, underneath that, it has, you know, suggested videos and you're like, Oh, this guy looks interesting. You click on him, And then you realize he's wrestled like half the guys we've already booked on our show. So then you're like, you reach out to them like, Hey, do you know anything about this guy? How is he? And then we kind of go from there. So it, it's just, you know, same thing with the, Twitter. I mean, a lot of people will post little clips of things they'll do on Twitter. Um, I know uh, Suge D, Sugar Dunkerton was kind of that way too. Um, and then, and then now he's kind of a staple with us. I uh, tell you, I remember because we were last time we were talking here, geez, a year ago when everything was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> telling everyone here, like, guys, Suge is the guy. You're gonna want to watch his matches, and then seeing him show up on AEW, and I, I don't know if you had to see like the full experience of him. But, like, even just the taste, I know some people got to be a little bit more excited. Like, oh, okay, he's going to be a next-gen. All right. Like, I know just talking with guys who, who had no connection prior have already, like, gotten more excited about the show. Yeah, that, that's a perfect example. Like I'm saying, like, we'll book a guy. Like, we, we were booking Chug in 2019, and then he showed up on uh, AEW in, you know, 2020. So uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of guys like that. Same thing with, like, Warhorse. Warhorse uh, – is a perfect example of somebody who's making their name on social media, on Twitter, uh, being hilarious, like <laughs> saying some of the stupidest shit, but it's awesome. <laughs> and listening to some of the same bands he listens to, like King Diamond and shit like that too. It's, it's, it's cool. And you see how big of a following he's getting. That's the kind of people and buzz we kind of like to get. I love it. I love it. God, I got to tell you, I'm so excited for Party Ball. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Cody, what, what's your favorite part of the party bowl so far? My favorite part of the party bowl? Yeah, that we've announced. <laughs> My favorite match? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, just in general. I thought it was Ooh. the uh, sawmill gravy, typically. That's what I was about to say. Are you sure it's not the sawmill? <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Guys, I, I don't know if we've covered this or not, but I'm, I'm uh, when I go to Waffle House, I don't actually get the party bowl. And I don't think, I don't think Eddie does either. All-star, maybe. Um, I'll say that. You're ripping my heart out. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's more of a, like a uh, – so, yeah, it, it's just like the party bowl doesn't necessarily have to be the party bowl. You know what I mean? It's more like um, – I don't know. It's more like a spirit of sorts. The Waffle House is the party bowl. It, yeah, yeah. And oh, if man, you just I, happen to get friends what has been dubbed the party bowl, so, you're just making the full experience. Yeah. I, Speaking of that, someone commented on one of our uh, posts the other day on Facebook, and I thought it was it was like a brilliant. Uh, they had another they had another saying for the party bowl, and it was if I can pull it up here and find it, like you guys are gonna. It, I died laughing. It might take me a minute to pull it up, but uh, as far as you know, like what Eddie asked me about, my favorite. Like what? What I'm most excited for, um, I don't think it's a particular match, but it's just the fact that we're getting back to like some sense of normalcy, and the fact that you know I think we all needed like a, a breath of fresh air when it comes to just life, and and this is in my opinion the perfect way to do that. And also, I think we all get caught up in like the series, like. A lot of times, especially people involved in wrestling, feel like it has to be taken so seriously. And I think for our first show back to be the party bowl is like so accurate in as far as like us as people, because like me and Eddie are always joking around, making jokes. And, and we don't feel that wrestling always has to be. I mean, there's a time and a place. But I just want, like, we want this show to just be one big party, man, and for everybody to just celebrate uh, being able to return to wrestling, return to crowds, people gathering together, and just having a good time. So I think that's been, so far, the response, everyone else is on the same page and feels that way, too. So that's been my favorite part of promoting it thus far, is just knowing that that's the atmosphere we're going into. Yeah, and I was going to add that too, because um, I play I play in a band, and we just had a gig this past weekend. It's like people are itching to go. I mean, to go to places, and so I mean, do you guys feel that? Is it palpable? Like people are excited. I mean, I know we are. We talk about it all the time, and I know we're 
we're making plans and we're going to be there. But from the, just the vibe you're getting from the people online and, and the messages, I mean, are people as pumped as we are? That's what I'm going to say. Does everybody feel like we do? I, I think, yeah, man, like everything we're reading is just, it's awesome. Like, I think people, like you were saying, they're begging for normalcy right now. I'm begging for normalcy. Uh, I just got to the point where, you know, if I go somewhere, they, you know, people, I went to Walmart, uh, you know, just this, this morning and I'm fully vaccinated. You know, I've, I've had both my shots and they have this big sign saying, if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask. And like, I looked at my wife and I was like, we're, we're, we're getting there. Like, this is where we wanted to get. And no matter, you know, political views or what people thought about masks or not thought about masks, you know, uh, I had COVID-19. I know Cody had COVID-19. We went through it. Uh, but knowing that there's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel and at the end of that tunnel is the party bowl is awesome. And uh, I just miss hanging out with all of my friends, man. I mean, I have my core group of guys that I talk to every single day, you know, Cody being one of those, but uh, a lot of our, our friends, you know, are going to be on this show. And I'm, I'm just really excited for them to get normalcy too, not just us. And then of course the fans, man, I mean, they, everyone wants to have fun, man. Like people don't remember having fun anymore. And, and I mean, <laughs> the only thing I really see is people bitch about WWE online. And it's like, I'm ready for people to get into a crowd and get to a, a whole alternative, you know, of ind independent wrestling because indie wrestling is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be awesome. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. I mean, like Cody said, you know, there's things, you know, times where it should be taken seriously, but it, this is the light at the end of the tunnel, man. Like, and to me, the party bowl is that light. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. And, and, and the flip side of that coin too is, um, you know, I think a lot of people probably gloss over this, but I think we're, as far as independent wrestling is concerned, about to go in a time where you're probably going to see some of the best matches on the indies that you've ever seen because these guys are so motivated because it's been so long since they've been able to do what they want to do week in and week out. And uh, so I, I really think that, you know, as, regard, as far as the party bowl is concerned, I mean, you guys know the matches we've announced so far, and it's just like it, it, the problem that me and Eddie have is like uh, every single match is main event. Like, should this be a main event? No, this should be main event. And like, we're going back and forth. It's like, dude, every single match we've booked for the show could possibly steal the show. And, uh, you know, I, just speaking about uh, Davey Richards, uh, for instance, like we've been talking back and forth with him. And he's been DMing us talking about how excited he is. And uh, Matt Cross texted me the other day. And Matt's like, dude, he's like, I was at a show with Davey. And he's like, Davey brought up the party bowl to me. He's like, we're at another show, some other state somewhere. And he randomly brought up the party bowl and was like t telling me how excited he was. And, uh, you know, just to know that guys like that are out there doing their thing somewhere else. And, you know, it's in their mind that they're, they're ready. And that's, you know, that's how we all feel at the end of the day. So I think um, the matches are one of the things that is really going to be um, on another level, really. I can, I can only agree, man. Um, Matt Cross versus Davey Richards alone is twice the price of admission in my opinion like i can only imagine these two guys are incredible i know we have a lot of other incredible talent but just those two names alone you see them one-on-one -on -one in the ring i i'm pumped man i'm pumped shut up and take my money we've already bought our tickets but take all of it <laughs> take all of the money um but I think you guys are, are absolutely right. I mean, we're sitting here in Virginia currently. Tomorrow, believe it or not, um, grouping numbers are suddenly going to be back to normal, like legally <laughs> legally speaking. The governor is, is bringing that back up. Masks for vaccinations are, are going to be limited or uh, no longer required. Um, God, it does feel like the light is at the end of the tunnel. And it just, personally, because we came into this excited, for a next gen show and we're coming out of it knowing we already have tickets and we're gonna be there for a next gen show it, it's just poetic justice to me you know 
I, I do think it's ironic that we were going to travel like eight hours and put a show on for you guys. And now you guys are traveling here eight hours for us to put a show on for you. So it's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just, I think all of us wanted to get out of the state. <laughs> you'd understandable. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, eagerly. We are eagerly going to drive eight hours for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's right. I mean, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I mean, if, if we, if any of us could have, you know, turned 2020 into something different i'm sure we would have but in a way it's like if we wouldn't have gone through what we all went through uh you know i i feel like we wouldn't have had a newfound appreciation for what we have so just the fact that we are on the other side of it now and like you know headed further and further away from all the craziness it it just it uh it really is a good feeling and uh you know, I think it could motivate us all to do uh, positive things for sure. I mean, uh, not just in wrestling, but just everything like, you know, nobody wants to revisit any of that. So I, I think anytime we have a chance to do something good and positive and, you know, we just need to think of 2020 and, and just uh, just, you know, go ahead and put our best foot forward. Oh, man, no, you, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely correct. Um, I want to take a minute, if y'all don't mind, just go ahead and run through our card so far that has been announced. Because I want I want the people to realize just how actually stacked this card is. Yeah. Party ball. Uh, yeah. So so right now, of course, we mentioned uh, Davey Richards versus Matt Cross. Uh, we have a big three-way match, which should be Levi Everett and Warhorse, which I think is going to be just it's just a match full of characters so i think it's just going to bring so much to the table and entertainment value alone um uh, of course uh the black and knees assassin menace taking on jtg um fun fact and i i, I don't think i'm the only one who, who knows that or who just recently found this out did you guys know what jtg stand for stand for hmm. i don't think i actually know if i'm being honest no. I did not know this either. Uh, I saw on his social media, and he's been referring to himself, but it's Jay the God. And I, for the longest time, Rings I had no idea that's what meant that JTG meant that. So I thought that was pretty cool. JTG, Cody, talk about JTG being on a whole nother level right now. Yeah, man. Uh, so me and Eddie have both been talking about how, like, just from a physique standpoint, you can tell that JTG's been putting in the work. Like, he looks uh like he belongs on television every week somewhere um mm. and he definitely uh as far as the indies you know he, I, to be honest with you me and eddie kind of had a a time a point in time right after uh shad passed away that we kind of talked about jtg and we were hopeful that he would continue to wrestle but we speculated amongst ourselves that you know without Shad being with him, you know, maybe he would just go ahead and kind of ride off into the sunset. Uh, but it seems like if anything, he's used that as motivation and um, that's, you know, completely admirable and not that JTG wasn't great before, but it just seems like he's got this chip on his shoulder and he's almost like evolved into this other character in a way where, you know, he, he, he's proving that he can do things in singles um, that I don't think they really knew what to do with them on TV, maybe. Um, so we're super excited for JTG to be back at NGW. And, you know, we've always had positive dealings with him. Um, and I think, you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier, man. It's like we're coming out of this, all this craziness. And, you know, with JTG having a close personal loss and all that, but now he's just like it's a, he's like a phoenix man that's just rising from the ashes. Like he's just he's just on a uh, on a different level right now, and we're we're glad that we're kind of catching him in that stride. I'm a I'm gonna put in the uh, bet now is I think he's probably gonna get the biggest pop tonight. Uh, I'm putting in that prediction right now. It might it might be just the fact that we have a wrestling show, and before you guys even say a word. We're all going to lose our damn minds, but I, I'm and, placing money right now, JTG. <laughs> and, like, I'm, like, man enough to admit, too, man, when Chad passed away, dude, like, I openly bawled. Like, it, uh, meeting Chad is, like, one of the coolest things, like, 
we've got to do, especially just because I got to hear a lot of his stories and Cody got to hear a lot of his stories. Dude was so full of life, man. And uh, I can tell you, like, it, it was no bullshit. Like, he was a he was a family man. He loved his kid. Um, uh, he 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 talked about his kid a lot. And uh, knowing that he he sacrificed himself to save his kid is is, is so admirable to just to think of. Um, but like like you said, I mean, I think the crowd is going to be a hundred percent behind JTG simply for that reason alone. And uh, I'm I'm glad, like Cody said, he didn't just kind of right into the sunset and kind of give it up. He, he got this, this chip on his shoulder where he he's, he's wanting to kick ass and it, you, you can clearly see it. Uh, he, he's, he's putting himself into a whole nother level. Yeah. And in a way too, man, like just going back to Shad for a minute, it will be a bit kind of bittersweet uh, because, you know, the last time I saw Shad and JTG was at uh, WrestleCade in 2019. And, uh, you know, it's a three-day weekend, so I, I've had multiple conversations with both of them. Uh, Shad is the more kind of conversationalist, and JTG would add things in, but, like, Shad's always just, like, outgoing and, like, talking to you. And the very last thing that I said to them on that weekend was that, you know, we were looking forward to 2020 and getting them back at NGW. And, and I just remember Shad being like, bro, anytime dude just hit us up we'll be there anytime and that was like you know that was the last time that I spoke to him so it's going to be kind of weird uh having you know JTG there not to bring the mood down man but it's just it's like uh I'm just so glad that we have the opportunity to bring him back um but it is definitely uh gonna be different for us I guess yeah yeah I mean, you're absolutely right. I know a lot of us here, I've never met the man in my life. Um, I think I, I saw him live once. I, I was fortunate enough to. And uh, just hearing the outpour of love from everyone after it happened, man, that that's what got me. Um, breaking any lines of kayfabe that we have here. Uh, Cody, just being friends with you on Facebook and, and seeing how it hit you, like, hurt me, man um yeah so i i don't want us to, to stick on yeah being down we miss you shad we miss you shad but we do um god rest his soul man only so many great people in this world he's definitely one of them yeah, man. um but I'm, I'm excited to see jtg and i know he is gonna put on the shoulders life i already know it and man and no sleep we can't sleep on menace man menace is mr match of the night like I mean, banger after banger. I mean, with Ultimo Dragon, Psychosis. Uh, I mean, the list just kind of goes on and on. Him and him and Facade and their Ninja Warfare matches. Uh, I just they're 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 fantastic. And and I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised with Menace. And uh, I think he he's definitely gonna have a great match with JTG. And we would not put Menace in there with JTG if we didn't think that. And like, the, like, like Cody was saying too, man, it's like, it's like, it's a main event after main event. I mean, a lot of these matches, uh, even, you know, a quote unquote undercard, uh, I think to me, and I know Cody will agree, it, it could be an, a main event anywhere else. Yeah. The, uh, just circling back to menace too, man. Like it was funny. A couple of weeks ago, we had Swan on our podcast on the NGW page and uh, Rich was talking to us about how, he was like, man, he was like, I had no clue that Menace was like such a big part of early, the early days of CZW. And a lot of people, you know, don't realize that. But if you go back, Menace has been having bangers for like decades, like not like not like the past 10 years, but like like a really long time. And he hasn't slowed down at all. Um, and I think, you know, because he mostly just works our area that a lot of places are missing out uh, as far as, you know, I think every little um, territory for lack of a better word has those type of guys that just kind of, you know, uh, they, they still want to wrestle and they stick around those, those parts. But uh, menace is one of those guys that like Eddie said, you can put them in there with anybody, um, any type of style he can adapt to. So um, we're really excited about that. And uh the 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 clash of styles will be interesting to watch but um 
like Eddie said too, guys, the, the undercard is, is, is so stout. Like it's, it's just, um, it's going to be, luckily everyone's ex- going to be excited for the show and the energy should stay up. But if you guys just knew what the first match of the show is going to be like, just the first match guys is going to literally like blow the place apart. Yo, and no one's going to expect it. No Yo, one's going to expect it. And I will tell you this, too. Um, Cody is super notorious for always wanting to have a surprise at, at the show. And uh, Like any of good surpri- promoter? Yeah. Uh, and, but this way, we actually kind of promote it, but we kind of don't. So we have the Tankman Challenge, of course, with Calvin Tankman making his NGW debut. Uh, taking on a uh, mystery opponent who's going to answer the Tankman Challenge. Um, Cody, talk about some some of our good surprises from the past that we've 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 done. Uh, yeah, so uh, going back to uh, you guys know that we had Cody Rhodes in a couple shows, and I believe it's the second show that we brought Cody Rhodes in. Um, we had Abyss, and. Uh, I, I really true like he he works at WWE now I think as a, a producer or something along those lines. Literally the nicest man I've ever met in my entire life. Like no one, I mean there might be people on that same level, but literally like every time I would see him, I'm I'm only like five foot seven, five foot eight. This man is giant, and he would not give me a bro hug. He would give me a full-on, like, I love you, like, just swallow my entire being, like, just the nicest guy. So that was a side note, obviously. But uh, the, the, uh, the show that we had him on, we had him on a few shows, but the, the one particular that I remember um, with, was the show with Cody, and we had um, had him in a singles match with uh, – a guy that rests for us now named Sean Schultz and uh, his partner was ringside, I believe, or maybe his partner interfered. I can't really remember, but anyway, uh, we set up for a tag team match that immediately with uh, crazy Steve, actually. Um, (laughs) So crazy Steve was not announced. Uh, Crazy Steve just came out and they had to tag match or whatever. But the, the best part about that as a surprise what even was even Abyss didn't know until he got there that day. So it was like crazy Steve just shows up. And this was after Impact had already kind of nixed uh, the, um, what was the stable they had? Decay. Decay, yeah, yeah. So Impact had already nixed Decay. So they had said their goodbyes on TV. Um, and, you know, for them to, to have that and for the NGW crowd to have that, that was really exciting um what what else have we done eddie that's been just like off the wall so we we ran into a scenario where uh, a tag team of ours uh uh nicole <laughs> stratton and um lenny stratton they were they were uh there was an injury so we we actually had a call an audible uh and we announced uh, aj gray and then sue young made her debut and, and she came in as a surprise and she was the impact women's champion at the time uh I'm trying to think of some other ones. We had some really good ones as surprise. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but we, we always like to keep everybody on their toes because we like to think that people like that kind of stuff. And if you're surprised and we can su- surprise you, then, you know, like it just kind of adds that, you know, you're getting every bang for your buck. You're getting your money's worth. And uh, regardless, I know I, I remember one time some lady was complaining that her ticket prices were too high and we made some comment like, well, it's not your cousin wrestling your other cousin. So, uh, <laughs> you know and i mean it is what it is i mean people can say what they want um but i think i think we're very very good when it comes to price wise on tickets uh and i think this surprise is going to kind of blow some people away and they're not going to expect it and uh that's that's the thing about surprises too man was like we always talk about how okay you guys bought a ticket for you know everything that we've announced so far anything else is just extra so if we can literally get you guys there and you think when you leave, you think, well, I paid this for a ticket. I saw everything that I wanted to see. Plus I saw this extra stuff that I didn't even know I was going to see that we feel like that we're giving you plenty of value 
um, for, you know, the, the ticket price and everything. So, um, and some, you know, like Eddie said, with this particular one, everyone knows there's going to be a surprise. Like there's a mystery, you know, opponent out there. So there's going to be a surprise, but pretty much every show, even if it's not announced in that way, we try to layer things in there in such a way, which, uh, we feel like we can get extra value for our fans. Now, uh, I'm not going to make any major suggestions here, but our favorite referee here at PWO, <laughs> I'm sure he would uh, love to get in on that action. Cod Sinclair, do you have any uh, recommendations for some yeah. surprises for him, for a referee? Yeah. Well, I mean, side note, if you do need one <laughs> last minute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack my gear. I'll be, I'll be ready. If you guys have seen Dark Side, you've already know you got to have your stuff ready. Wherever you're going, you got to have your stuff ready. So last minute on the spot, if you need someone, <laughs> I got you. When the hell did he put that on? <laughs> I was just about to say that. I didn't even know. Uh, he put it on when uh, Cody was talking about uh, – uh, it was the tag team, and now it's the guy who rests for you. I forget what his name was. Oh, Schultz. Sean Schultz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you mentioned right, referee yeah. and – we gotta oh, stay God. here. If you don't put yourself over, who will? That's uh, right. Exactly. And I'm working daily. Blair here is the best at it. So if you need someone to kind of make you look like it, it could be Todd Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, uncanny. Uh, when you said uh, you got to put yourself over, that's your motto. That's actually our uh, that's our mission statement at NGW. <laughs> we just got to put ourselves over. <laughs> it was meant to be Sounds like a match made in heaven. All right. I want to. I want to. I want to get you guys on the record for something. I'm looking at the poster. Okay. Oh no. I want you to. Conf- can you confirm or deny that that there might be some action on the roof of Waffle House? I don't. I mean, it looks like maybe there's like a like the the, the title belt. You know, you got to climb to the top of Waffle House. And I don't know. I'm just. I'm just throwing it out there. Would you guys like? It to is Eddie. We have to ask. I mean, do you want to clear it up or just? I mean, I know it's a, unless it's a surprise, and we don't want to kill it. We don't want to kill the no, no, there's no surprise with that. But Cody, um, Cody has a habit when he makes flyers of putting <laughs> subliminal messages into these flyers oh. that people don't notice. Um, yep. And usually, oh, no. after it's all said and done, Cody will reveal what it was. So take that for what you will. Party ball on a pole. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just Inferno saying. man. <laughs> Are you sure it's not no, a, a Waffle House brawl? I know. Stop, stop, stop. We don't want no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> I want to redirect for just a second because I didn't hear us talk about the tag match yet. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Good. <laughs> I have them all pulled up. I have, I, have, I, have, I have to keep us in line here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> of course, we do have a mixed tag match with uh, the International Superstars and uh, the Neon Blondes with Facade and Danny Moe taking on uh, Blanco Loco and Dream Girl Ellie. Uh, a lot of people have pushed really, really hard for the international superstars to be on this show. Um, we, I know we've had a lot of uh, workers and a lot of fans who've pushed for them. So uh, I know, I think, Cody, didn't we try to book them a long time ago and something fell through? I can't remember. Yeah, I think they reached out to us because uh, I remember seeing their promo shots in our inbox. And, uh, you know, I think there were some negotiations going on and it just didn't work out, um, whether it be – on, I, I believe it was because of us actually something that we it didn't just didn't I think work it's just out. budget reasons on our end. Yeah, I think it I think it had something to do with that. Um, real quick, while it's on my mind, I know I said earlier that someone had another name for uh, the party bowl, and apparently, it is the Hunky Bucket. <laughs> so, uh, so if you guys ever need a alternate. You know, maybe next year we'll run a show called the Honky Bucket and see how that draws. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, oh, the, the, the the coolest thing is we kind of promised everybody that we were going to announce a match. Uh, ha- have we have we co- have we covered everything? Is that we covered that everything? We we've had, we've announced five matches and this would be number six. We go for it, bud. Should I do it? Or should you do it? No, you you definitely should. Nah, man, you should do it. Nah, man, we. I guess we're just gonna you sit here that? and argue about who's gonna do it. Hot <laughs> twist. The match and is actually gonna to be black. Cody versus Eddie at the party bowl. I will tell you this: me and Cody have joked because uh, 
you know, just like every other area, there's a couple of shows that are not good in your area. And me and Cody will, you know, we, we kind of go back and forth and we have nicknames for each other stuff. A lot of stuff we can't say here because it's, it's very offensive. Um, <laughs> even for us to say on here, um, like we have, we have these, these nicknames. We've, we've known each other for what, 10 years, Cody. So it's, it's something like, you know, just crazy shit. But, uh, we, we made the joke that I'm like, man, dude, you and me could go out there and wrestle and probably draw a bigger crowd and they're going to with what they have. <laughs> That's what I always tell them. I always tell him too, whenever I'm like, man, like we have one more match. We probably need to fill out. And he's like, fuck it. He's like you and me. I'm like, I don't want to wrestle Cody. <laughs> oh shit. So Cody, I guess I'll announce this since you don't want to announce it. Um, you guys were actually speaking of AEW and AEW dark. Um, so we actually announced already that Dylan McQueen, uh, was going to be uh, in action. Uh, he actually just, uh, did a match on AEW dark with Cody Rhodes as his manager. So, uh, of course, uh, him and Kenzie page are a team called, uh, petty and pink are, are going to be taking on a team of, uh, that has a storied history in NGW, um, who have gone on and feuded, had main evented, uh, had arguably probably one of the matches of the year in 2019. I'd say it's up in probably the top five matches we had. Uh, but towards the end of, end of 2019, these two people kind of came to uh, an agreement with one another that, you know, that they, they, they respect one another. And it's going to be uh, Kenji Brea and, of course, the undead bride, Sue Young. Oh, man. oh, and I know man. you guys were looking forward to Sue Young, so that's <laughs> why I was saving this for you. Uh, we were just asking uh, about Sue Young last time you were here. <laughs> yes. Oh, take my money. Uh, yeah. Money. So, and a lot of people. I mean, I, we've had a lot of people ask us to to have uh, Kinsey Page on. Uh, she's she's you know based out of this area. Um, she she kind of wrestles all over the place, but uh, her and Dylan McQueen, especially Dylan right now, Dylan's on fire. Dylan is on fire, and um, like I know we talked about him last time, being you know super out, super open. I think it's you know apropos too that it's June twenty seventh is the show, and June is Pride Month, so I think that's cool as hell uh, that you know we're gonna have you know uh, Dylan McQueen on the show, and of course you guys know Sue Young, but you you may not be real familiar with Kenji Brea, and and Kenji is awesome. Kenji has been with us since uh, that same show that we were talking about, Crazy Steve. Uh, that's where Ken made his debut with us. So he's been with us for going on almost four years. My God, has it been that long? Oh my goodness. That's wild. But yeah, so you guys were got to hear it first, Sue Young and uh, yeah. Kiji Bria versus Petty and Pink. Yeah, oh, and, and, you, and you know, I wanted to mention too, like Eddie was saying, you know, you guys might not be familiar with uh, Kenji. Uh, for anyone, for you guys and anyone else that uh, watches this or hears anything about the show or might be coming to the show um you could always play catch up on the high spots network and you know do some research on any of these uh guys that you may or may not know of and it also can help you kind of get a feel for the atmosphere um that in that we you know that we bring to the table um so i highly encourage uh, we always highly encourage you to head over there to the high spots wrestling network and check our previous shows out. Um, it helps us out big time. And, uh, there's a ton of other great content on there too. It's like, a, I always tell people it's like the Netflix of wrestling really. Um, so, um, you know, definitely give that a, a watch if you get the chance. Shout out yeah, to I, Seth at high spots. We love Seth. I, I did that last time after the, after the last time you got, you guys were on the show, I went and watched the, uh, your, your infamous bad times at the El Patron show at, that that it ended with that crazy Sue Young against Kenji Bram match that went all that, over the whole building. And that <laughs> was wild, man. That, that was that to me. I mean, it, the thing about watching it back on high spots is it's still really, really cool to watch our shows back. But to be there live is a whole different level than watching it back. And the the crowd that we had there, I mean, it was just they, they ate it all up. And I'll never forget Cody, uh, the the guy at El Patron. You know, we're freaking out because they're on top of the bar, fight, you know, fighting. And the guy's sitting there with his phone, like recording it, like hell yeah, this is cool. Like oh, I think I think we're okay, man. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a uh, it. We've announced six matches now, and we still have two 
matches to announce. Uh, as we as we get closer and closer, we're, like you guys said, we're a month away. Um, I uh, I'm excited, Cody. I, I mean, I know, like you said, I almost feel like me and Cody are past this show now because we're so far deep into Uncivil War uh, that uh, we always look at you know each show as a challenge to top the next one, and we're always like, man, I don't know if we can top it. And I, I really do feel like this show, it's going to be hard to top the Party Bowl. Uh, and, and then Uncivil War, it's just going to be, you know, what are we going to try to do after that? So it, it's really exciting. And uh, we're grateful you guys are coming to check us out. Like, it's pretty damn cool you guys are traveling that far. Oh, dude. Look, I'm, I'm going to be real. I was at AEW's first Dynamite show. I've been at Ring of Honor, best in the world. This might be the show I'm most excited for, honestly, out of everything. I don't know if it's just because of the hell that we have been through the the over a year of anticipation uh, but damn man look I, I am so excited to get the hell out there and see y'all i i, I want to touch on something really quick too because we were talking about crowd um i know a good buddy of mine we he talks about you know if you go to a wrestling show and people don't get rowdy don't get into it how boring it is that's the biggest thing you're going to notice with our crowd as they get into it uh, they're not afraid to make someone mad sit next to them because they're getting into it. So we encourage that. Uh, we encourage people, you know, do the streamers. I know Cody, I think the building said what, no uh, confetti cannons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got cut off there. We were keeping track. We're not getting yeah. our deposit back boys. I, uh, the lady, <laughs> the lady literally, she's been so nice. Like, and, and they're giving us a sweet deal on the building uh mostly you know they're 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 just like everybody else having a hard time because they haven't had any events in a year and you know sundays are not popular for events so it, it works out really good for us and the lady's been so nice and i mentioned confetti cannons and i just saw her face completely like flip and i felt like i was talking to a different person she was like if i she was like if i see somebody with a confetti cannon i will literally walk up to them and snatch it out of their hand and i'm like who are you lady like you've been so sweet to me this whole time and now like she's like i don't care how big cuz i think she doesn't really get wrestling so i think she was thinking there was a possibility that their wrestlers would come out with confetti cannons cuz she was like i don't care she was like i don't care how big they are I don't care what it is. I will go up to them and I will snatch it right out of their hand. So I think, I think the way she explained it to me was like the ventilation and stuff in the building. A lot of times will suck that confetti up in there and uh, they've had trouble in the past. Whereas um, with the streamers, it's a lot easier to clean up and all that. But, um, and to, to be completely honest with you guys, we're always responsible for cleaning the, the venues those confetti cannons suck, man. Like we probably spend we probably spend thirty minutes to forty five minutes cleaning that confetti up after every show, but we know that it just adds a different element to the show, and that's why we always allow it. Like we don't care to clean it up because if that's what gets people excited, then we're all about it. But unfortunately, this go around, it wasn't our call, and there will be no confetti cannons. But that's just all all more the reason to invest in more streamers. Um, and so, they're cheap. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, I want to share a funny story about confetti cannons really quick, Cody. Uh, I think it was one of the last shows we did. We unfolded our uh, our canvas, and when we unfolded, like there was still a ton of confetti still left over from the last show we did. So it's like, like you said, it, it is a pain in the ass to clean, but it does definitely add a whole other element to our show. <laughs> That's okay. We'll we'll definitely invest in more streamers. We got we got Party City up here. They gotta let us in. We're ready. We're ready. And uh, oh man, all right. I I have to share a rowdy fan story, if y'all don't mind. Because absolutely, those are our favorite people. <laughs> um, last well, the second last time we were at a Ring of Honor show, it was uh, it was Hangman versus Punishment Martinez. You had Bucks versus Briscoes, and you I was had... I I think I was there. Was that in where was that at? That was, that in, was Baltimore. in Baltimore. Okay, no, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, was I was about to be like, "Hey, don't don't do this to me. Tell me we're in the same area." And so, uh, Bullet Club went zero for three on the night, and this dude, after every match, he had a Hangman shirt on. Hangman lost. Whatever, whatever. Young Buck shirt on. Let's go. 
Young Bucks lost. This dude is like on the edge of his seat, knuckles going white, just gripping. Whatever. It's Cody's time. <laughs> Pull shirt off. Cody Rhodes shirt off. I'll tell you what I'm rocking right now. Cody losing the main event. We're all sitting there like, is he gonna walk out shirtless? <laughs> like, like, please, please, God, just make this show perfect. This is also the same guy who, when Colt Cabana ran into the ring for whatever reason, goes, who wears jeans to a pay-per-view? <laughs> I love wrestling fans, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I, I think uh, the rowdiness is going to be borderline to that level, and uh, I'm it. really excited. I, I know Cody had uh, kind of, I guess, kind of polished us off here, you know, let you guys go. But, uh, Cody, did you want to mention the email you shared with me um, today, uh, or do you want to hold off on that? Email? I uh, think you are. Well, I think I'm going to step in here. You can't say that. Yeah, and then have him not like Cody on the spot here. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, think, I think you already mentioned it, right? About Virginia. Yeah, yeah, you already you already mentioned it. The the commissioner uh, or the Virginia Athletic Commission uh, sent me an email today saying that they're opening things back up. And uh, another fun fact that Eddie didn't mention, I think earlier, is that uh, they, if you got a Virginia uh, wrestling license in 2020, it'll still be valid for a year. So. Um, with that being said, we're licensed in Virginia and events are starting to open back up in Virginia. So uh, take that and do whatever you want with it. Put it in your back pocket. And so what I'm hearing is Cos Sinclair has a job in 2021. <laughs> let me, out of let me just show. quickly plug the city of Fredericksburg to you guys. We are right, uh, right between D.C. and Richmond. And we pull some good fans, man. <laughs> see, we, see like, like, as you guys know, like, we're always looking for the next Party Bowl Central, you know? And I think we were super stoked for Yorktown because it's so close to Virginia Beach. And we were we were all just imagining, like, going out there in our Speedos and just being, like, uh, you know, 1980s-style, uh, like, uh, I don't know. Full like, on just, bushy, Michael Hayes, chest. <laughs> Mulled it out, uh, yeah. Banana hammock central, buddy. Right. <laughs> well, well, we have the river, and we you can do all of that right on the on Potomac or the Rappahannock River. I'll right let y'all finish. We because, got two uh, Waffle hey, well, Houses right here on 17, yeah, not yeah, even two, a full mile from each other. And we can turn the whole street down. <laughs> yeah, four Waffle Houses within the city limits. So I think yeah. we we called that we we called that show excellent adventure, and this one might be our bogus journey. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. But look, obviously, you guys have an open door anytime you guys want. Come on down. We'll bring out. We'll bring. We'll bring VA to you guys. I got you. <laughs> um, I also want to mention. I don't know if tickets have sold out yet. Davy Richards doing a master class before the party bowl. It, I don't know how many wrestlers have watched it or, or tuning in on this. I know we have a bunch of guys who have talked on, on Twitter and talked and everything. I know we have a couple of guys who who've liked the show before. I, look, if you don't want to go listen to Davey Richards talk wrestling, I, I don't even know what to say to you. <laughs> You're here listening to this podcast and, and that's the case. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We uh we talked about how, you know, I mean, you're sitting under the learning tree of a former world champion. Like that that's not really something that very often you get to do, especially for 50 bucks. You know what I mean? So um and and also Davey is one of those guys too, where uh from the interactions we've had with him, he also has a chip on his shoulder and he's eager to uh you know get back into wrestling and um when we mentioned the uh the um seminar with him you know he's all about it so he he's not going to be going through the motions it's, it's going to be a, a real learning experience um so we highly recommend like you said anyone who ever you know gets a chance to see this or anyone who's thinking about coming to the show um you know i think i even talked to to you guys about you know, you don't even have to, you don't have to be a polished wrestler to, to set in on this thing. 
he's gonna he's gonna spread knowledge that's that that reaches beyond you know tying up and and hip tosses and all that I mean he's you're not just going to be in the ring doing a thousand squats and then he takes your money and leaves there's you know you need to bring your notebook and you need to to really sit there and take in um what he has to say because obviously he's a guy that's been successful in his career and if you're a guy who hasn't been successful in your career then maybe you could learn a thing or two it's worth it and then on top of that possibly catching a booking with ngw right there man yeah yeah yeah, for sure like eddie said um we you know we put it out there that the uh you know the uh i guess you would say top of the class um will have an opportunity at ngw and that's not just something that we toss out there often and it's not something that we would mention without being serious about so you know we have all these guys constantly how do i get booked how do i get booked and it's just funny when you announce a seminar like this and half those guys are just nowhere to be found. Um, so if you're interested in getting your foot in the door, um, you know, we, we said we'd give a spot or two out, but who knows, you know, if everybody goes in the seminar and kills it and is attentive and, and uh, shows what they have, then, you know, who knows, all those guys might end up on NGW at some point. So it's yeah. definitely a good opportunity. And who knows, maybe these guys may even have a match at Uncivil War. Oh man, you beat me to my my uh, my idea. I already had. <laughs> I love it. We're smart guys. <laughs> I've never doubted that. I just like the fact that we think alike. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Guys, once again, I can't thank y'all enough for coming on the show. I love just getting to sit here and talk with you guys. Uh, I, I've said it all night. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to be in Tennessee, and finally, next gen wrestling, man. Party bowl. <laughs> Yeah, man, Party Bowl, nextgentn.net slash tickets. Get your tickets now. Uh, we, we are getting pretty high up in the, in the uh, online sales. I, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. I don't think Cody probably does, but I don't remember either. But, uh, Cody, how, we're getting pretty close, aren't we? Yeah, um, there is a, a max capacity on the building um, just because it is in city limits. And uh, from what I understand, you know, as far as the COVID and everything there's not they're not placing any limitations on us for that but there is a max capacity to the building that we have to follow um so i'm pretty sure we're well over halfway there now um we you know as you guys have seen in the post we highly encourage uh people to buy their tickets online uh we can't promise there will be tickets available at the door um, obviously, we hope that there are because we know that inevitably we're going to get some walk-ups. Um, we don't want to turn anyone away, but we also want to make sure that the faithful is there in full force, and that's what we're mostly concerned about. So, um, you know, anybody that sees us on NGW page or later on, uh, if you haven't got those tickets, definitely make arrangements to do so. And uh, we're going to have, we're, you know, another thing to mention real quick, too, is we're going to be stock piling some ngw merch at this show as well uh dvds and t-shirts and stuff like that so uh if you ever want to support us aside from the high spots network that is a good way to uh ensure that we continue to stay afloat uh it's just you know supporting us via merchandise i've also tossed around the idea of uh maybe an event exclusive shirt uh or something of that nature so we'll see how that comes but uh, I think our man, Cod Sinclair here, kind of has the idea of what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> nice look, shirt. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. I won't be surprised if this show gets sold out before it even gets to the doors. So I, I kind of really hope so. Good. It, it makes our job a lot easier when it, that happens. <laughs> I just I got to put it out there because I know someone is going to be upset that they're going to miss the party bowl. But they can't fret. Because Uncivil War is only right around the corner. I know August tickets 29. haven't come yet, but got to keep your eye out. Yeah, guys, August 29th is when those tickets go on sale. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see you guys. It's getting closer and closer. I'm ready to announce some more stuff, man. Ready to get rolling. 
Hey, real quick, Eddie, I think he's been like drinking too much cough syrup or something. I know he just said August 29th is when those tickets go on sale. No, that's that's, that's when the Civil War is. Yeah, yeah, but you said oh. August 29th is when those tickets go on sale. Oh, it's fine. I just, you know, I just I had to make sure that. So on Civil was... War is only at door tickets, apparently. <laughs> right, yeah. We're changing things up. Well, that's well, how we're actually gonna... Hey, man. That's how we used to do it. The whole online ticket thing, it's still its still kind of fresh for us for last maybe two, maybe two and a half years. But uh, it used to be a lot different. <laughs> but yeah, uh, those tickets will not go on sale on August 29th. <laughs> they, the they, will, they, they will go on sale the night of the party bowl. So as soon as the party bowl is over, like I said, we're going to be making an announcement that night of, uh, you know, kind of what you can expect at Uncivil War. And then uh, tickets will go on sale for that then. But uh, for now, let's worry about the party bowl. Get that thing sold out. Get your streamers. Get your, uh, I don't know, whatever else you need. You guys can make signs. Uh, you know, come dressed up as Eddie if you want to or me. Perfect. I, I got to get a polo. Hey, don't tempt me, man. <laughs> Help. You guys better not bring a dildo to this show. I'll be really disappointed. <laughs> will you be disappointed or will you be impressed? I'll be impressed, but also disappointed. <laughs> Would you be more Simone. impressed if we bought a pole? <laughs> I, if you can get it in there, yeah, absolutely. Matt, the you bring the pole. I'll bring the dildo. <laughs> Preferably. Got all kinds of <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that it would be more of like a tetherball type of situation. <laughs> yeah. It's just this thing and swinging it around. Look, before this gets any more off, off rails, show up to Party Bowl early. You never know. We might pregame in the parking lot if they let us. Mm-hmm. That's hey, the city of Knoxville's problem, not ours. <laughs> there we go. That's what I and like look, to hear. And also, here guys, party. we didn't mention this, Cody, really quick before we wrap up. Uh, alcohol. Alcohol it will be available at this venue. Thanks. Uh-huh. God, I love you, Eddie. <laughs> not me. It's Cody. I'm just here, man. <laughs> Cody, you already knew. You already hey. knew. Well, and seeing that it's East Tennessee, is it going to be like in one of these jar, like a mason jar? Because I know, I know about you guys. <laughs> I, think, I, I think this is a bring bring your own mason jar event. So uh, if you got well, one, bring it. Don't say that. I don't got to drive home till the next day. So yeah. don't make me make some horrible choices here. <laughs> Guys, real, real, real quick, literally. Okay, we've only had one alcohol uh, or adult event before. It was at El Patron show. Literally, had a dude carrying his chair out to his car with him (laughs) because he was so he was so drunk that he thought that the chair was like his. And so, the person, the person who drove him, had to bring the chair back in. So, so if 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 we don't get to that level at the party bowl, then I'm not sure that it was a party at all. So somebody better be carrying their chairs back don't to worry. their car. We'll bring the party. We're ready. Wait, are you guys getting like a face printed uh, WWE pay per view style onto the chairs? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so that'll be me. If it's got Cody and Eddie's face on, <laughs> that's exactly yeah, that what I was thinking. That'll be me unless unless it affects my future employment as an official for you. So keep an eye. Give me a photo with Levi Everett's face on the chair and I'm sold. Now, give me the guy who runs his Twitter because he does a good job. I'm a fan of him. True. Ambassador. Yeah, the ambassador. Guys, good Lord. We, we're going to end up staying here another hour if we don't. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for coming on again, as always. Open, open door. Whenever you guys want, you guys have a slot on the show. I we appreciate, appreciate it, you man. Guys so much. Cod, one last plug. Yeah, go to nextgentn.net. You can get you can get tickets to the party bowl. Check out their shop. Check out their podcast. They just had Richard Swan on there as of late. They now have a six match card announced as of tonight. So go check that out on their Facebook, Twitter, Insta. Um, go check out Podcast World Order, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. There's a little show over there called Alvarez versus Melter. I hear he's a handsome guy. He does a pretty damn good job over there. Um, and guys, if you like what you see, oh, you like what Ryan, you hear, can I interrupt you, know? you real quick? No, stop. 
If you <laughs> if you like if you like what you see, you like what you hear, go to Kofi.com says PWO123. It's as easy as one, two, three. For the price of a cup of coffee a day, you can support shows we have now and Ben's future show, which he's plugging right now. Okay, see, you got to it. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> uh, this uh, every time. Going forward, Tuesdays and Saturdays, we will be having a new show called Here Comes the Pain. I will be reviewing our WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown on the YouTube page. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go subscribe to that. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. Great. I put out a... It's so pretty so you don't have to watch. The copyright. It's P-A-Y-N-E. Yes. We're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> <I put> out <laughs> Guys, Oh, God, this is a fantastic show. I appreciate you all. Goodbye. Good night. Bang. We'll see y'all in Tennessee. <laughs> see, see you guys. Thanks again. Thank y'all. Thank right. you guys for coming back. Thank you guys.